It's Thursday, April 12, 2018. Even in 1958, one of those air pollutants that this Shell researcher reports on was the pollution of the atmosphere by carbon from fossil sources. Newly unearthed internal documents reveal that Shell Oil knew as early as 1958 that its products caused global warming. Senate Democrats call for EPA Chief Scott Pruitt to resign as internal EPA report undermines Pruitt's claims of unprecedented death threats. Plus, even if none of those backwards movements actually last, we're still losing chunks of time when we we should be participating with the rest of the world in attacking this issue. Obama EPA administrator warns of the long-term consequences of Pruitt's reign. All of those consequences and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. This is a pretty sudden fall from grace for Pruitt, who's been a conservative favorite for his aggressively pro-industry stance. So aggressive, in fact, that even though he is literally in charge of the EPA, his LinkedIn page still lists him as a leading advocate against the EPA's (laughs) activist agenda. (laughs) And it's still true. This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we know that Exxon knew, we know that Mobile Oil knew, and now we know that Shell knew too. Yep, a stunning trove of internal company documents reveal that Shell Oil did know too. Shell's own scientists beginning back in the late 1950s warned company executives of Shell's significant role in causing global warming, and they urged immediate action to avoid catastrophic climate change impacts. Shell's researchers even accurately predicted that the oil industry would eventually face lawsuits and investigations for failing to act on that knowledge. But like ExxonMobil and the rest of the oil industry, Shell instead worked to publicly undermine climate science for decades. In an interview on the broadcast, Carol Muffett, president of the Center for International Environmental Law, said that these new documents provide evidence for the multiple investigations and lawsuits against the oil industry over climate damages. What we can now show, and this is very legally relevant, is that for decades Shell was aware of those risks and it continued to take those risks on the assumption that ultimately it would be consumers and governments that bore the cost rather than Shell itself. We'll link to Muffet's report on this at greennews.bradblog.com, but some of the material is absolutely jaw-dropping going back to 1962 with the Shell scientists saying very specifically that CO2 from the burning of fossil fuels causes global warming, the very thing that Shell and Exxon and Mobil and all the rest have been trying to confuse the public about for decades. This week in politics, an internal EPA memo undermines claims that embattled Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt faces unprecedented security threats. According to Democratic Senators Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island and Tom Carper of Delaware, the unreleased assessment says that EPA's intelligence staff found no specific credible threats to the administrator, who has been under intense scrutiny over his outside 
revised spending on personal security and first-class travel. This week, the EPA fired the career agency official who approved that report, Mario Caraballo. In response, an anonymous career EPA staffer told Politico that Caraballo's firing will not intimidate staff, but will instead, quote, embolden us to leak more to get these criminals out. Go get them. Senate Democrats on Wednesday formally called for Pruitt to resign or be fired over his multiple ethical scandals and questionable spending. They also announced an attempt to block a confirmation vote of Trump's nominee for the number two spot at EPA. If confirmed, Andrew Wheeler, a coal industry lobbyist and a climate science denier, would take over the EPA should Pruitt exit. But as with Pruitt's confirmation vote last year, Democrats may not be able to muster the votes to block Wheeler. This week, two coal state Democratic senators, Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota and Joe Manchin of West Virginia, announced they would support Wheeler's confirmation. Incredible. Finally, in an interview with WGBH in Boston, former Obama EPA administrator Gina McCarthy says that while Pruitt has succeeded in attacking science on behalf of polluting industries and appearing to be effective, the good news is that so far Pruitt has only launched the process of rolling back major environmental and public health standards, and that can take years and could very well be overturned in court. However, she says the bad news is that much damage can be done in the meantime. And when he talks about his success, all he talks about is how much he has saved business, as if as if allowing more pollution wouldn't cause lives to be damaged and health to be damaged. He's doing a terrible job. But he's doing the job he was hired to do. For much more on all of the stories we covered today and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Hey!